Hello, welcome to another episode of our podcast today. And today I'm going to be sharing with you concerning your transformation. Your transformation. How does God expect you to be transformed? Is it possible for you to be transformed? And to what does God want you to transform into? So our transformation is possible. And I want to quote a scripture from Romans chapter 12 where it says, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that tells us something, that your transformation starts from your mind. Your transformation starts from your mind. In other words, the way your life is now is the state of your mind presently. And that includes both your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Both are responsible for what you look like, how your life is. In other words, the operating system that controls your life is found in your mind. Your mind is your operating system by which your life functions. So in order to transform or change your life, you have to transform, you have to renew, you have to change your mind. Once your mind is transformed, your body and everything else about you will follow suit. So how do you renew your mind in order for your life to be transformed? You have to examine what your mind contains. That's the first thing. You have to know what your mind contains. And if you don't know what your mind contains, it is very simple. This takes me to another scripture that is very important in the transformation of your life. And that is Hebrews chapter 4. When it talks about the word of God, being quick and active that means it is alive it is alive it is powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword even to the dividing of soul and spirit of bone and marrow and is the the center of the thoughts and the intents of the arts in other words the word of god is alive very important it is powerful it is sharp it is very sharp even to the dividing separating of soul and spirits of bone and marrow we find this operation of the world in genesis chapter 1 when the bible said the word of god said let god divided he said let there be light and the light shined and there was light in second corinthians it says it shined out of darkness and in that chapter one of genesis it says and god separated the light from the darkness that separation is what the world is capable of doing it can separate light from darkness it can separate soul and spirit it can separate and divide between the bone and the marrow the bone and the marrow there lets you know that even at that level, the word of God is able to make a separation between the two. So, 
what does the word do and how does it do it how does it bring separation between what is and what shouldn't be what should be and what shouldn't be so i said the way to bring transformation into your life is to renew your mind and your mind may contain what you don't like if you see anything in your life that is not right you ought to change it and the way to change it is to first renew your mind and how do you renew your mind it is through the word of god how do you know you need transformation how do you know to renew your mind so i'm going to talk about the word of god the word of god is quick and active that means it's alive it is powerful it is able to separate between light and darkness and it is also able to let you know what is good and what is evil in hebrews it says it talks about those who have by reason of use are able to discern between good and evil those who have been able to use the word of god the word of righteousness are able to discern between good and evil so the word of god lets you know the standard of god what is good and what is evil so even if you don't know what is good and or evil the word of god lets you know if you don't know if the standard of your life falls short of god's standard god's word is able to let you know that you are falling short of god's standard it won't just let you know it will also help you to separate and cut off because it is sharper than any two-edged sword it is able to cut off what is evil from you there's a separation that will take place so it will identify what is wrong it will show you what is right then it will go ahead to cut off what is wrong from you so your mind is renewed it says it is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the arts so it knows if your mind is right it knows if the word contained in your mind agrees with god so in order for you to discern in order for you to know what is right and wrong and to know if your mind is right you might think your life is good but by what standard do you measure to know if your life is good the world standard right i mean after all you meet the requirements maybe you are married you have a beautiful wife or a handsome husband you have good beautiful children and uh, you have a house you have cars you have money in the bank and you are respected in society and all these things by which men measure success but have you put your life to the word tests to see if the word of god agrees with your life if god can look at you and say your lifestyle the way you live the way you think is right you can't know that it's only the word of god that is capable of discerning and separating right from wrong helping you to identify what is right from what is wrong 
So you need to do a test. You need to go through. You need to submit yourself to the word of God. You need to submit yourself to the word of God to let you know if your life is okay. Have you heard stories of people who thought they were okay until something happened and they discovered that things were not right, that it, that what they thought was okay wasn't okay? Have you seen parents after many years of raising their children and their children act in a certain way and they're like, where did I go wrong? What did I do? How could this have happened? How is this possible? How? They were measuring their lives by a certain standard only to find out that that standard is far below God's standard. Only the standard of God is enough. And the standard of God is the word of God. So the word of God is the standard by which you ought to live. After all, the word of God made you. For those of us who are born again, the Bible says that we are not born of corruptible seed, but we are born of incorruptible seed, even by the word of God. So the word of God is an incorruptible seed that gave birth to us as children of God. Those of us who are, are born again, who have received Christ. So the standard we ought to live by is the standard of the word of God. So you need to understand this. So the word of God is the standard by which you should live. If you live a life and everybody is applauding you, and on beckoning to you, your life falls short of God's word, I pray you won't find out how terrible your life is right now, only after you are dead. That would be terrible, I tell you. That would be terrible. You don't want that. You don't want that. So, what you want to do, what you want is to know whether or not your life meets, your lifestyle meets God's standard. And God's standard is clearly stated in His Word. And the Holy Ghost will reveal God's standard to you. He knows your life. He will discern your life. He will go through from the beginning to the end. Your spirit, your soul, and your body, your lifestyle, your relationships, everything about you. So, it will probe your life. It will probe your life even to your marrow, your bone marrow. It will go that deep. It will look to see if there's anything wrong with you. If you let it. You have to submit yourself for an inspection. You have to submit yourself to God's standard. God's inquiry. He will go through you, probe through you, see whether or not you are up to standard. When you are up to standard, your life will be different. So transformation takes place when your mind is renewed. And the word of God renews your mind. So when the word of God comes into you, it's like a, a probing, it's like a, a, a nanotube that goes into you, then looks all around to see if there's anything wrong with you. 
or to know if there's any need for a change in your life. God probes you. That's what it does. It goes into you. When you accept it to go into you, when you allow it into your life, it goes into the deep places of your heart, the deep places of your mind, places you are not even conscious of. It goes into your life from the beginning to the end. It goes through your conception from the very moment you were conceived up to the present time. It goes beyond the present time and goes into your future. It searches all through from the beginning to the end. Remember, it is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. So even though you have not reached the end, it's able to go to the end ahead of you to probe through not just your present life, not just your past, it searches your past for traumas. It searches your past, your past for pain. That's what it does. But you have to submit to the word of God to do this for you. When it does that, then it's able to go to the next step of showing you what is wrong and giving you the opportunity to say, no, I don't want this any longer. It lets you know this is wrong. Then you have to consciously say that this is wrong then you have to renounce it and let it go. The word of God cuts it from you the moment you renounce it, the moment you say enough. So it does that. So it goes in, identifies what needs to change, presents it to you, then gives you the opportunity to denounce, renounce what it is, then it cuts it off. It works with you. It works with you. It works with you. It respects you. It respects your opinion. It respects your decisions. It presents to you, this is wrong. This is God's standard. Then you have to say, oh, okay, this is God's standard. I choose God's standard. This is not right, what I've been doing. Then it cuts it off. It goes into your life, into your past. If you have gone through a trauma and those things are embedded within your mind and you are not even conscious of those things and they are influencing your decisions, it lets you know, it cuts it off. It presents it to you in a dream. That's why you have dreams. You can't even understand why you are dreaming these things. You see yourself in certain places. You don't know that those things, sometimes are, sometimes those things are the things that are embedded within your mind, in your deep mind, your subconscious mind, where you are not conscious of uh, events stored within, those, uh, within your subconscious mind. So it probes that part of your mind and presents it to you and gives you the opportunity to renounce it. If you say you don't want it cuts it off. Remember what Jesus Christ said. He said, whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth is loosed in heaven. In other words, whatever you accept is okay. Heaven will not force you. Whatever you reject is rejected. In other words, you are the captain of your life. In other words, he will walk with you. He will walk with you. When he does this, he presents to you for your approval. He doesn't force itself on you. It shows you. If, if it shows you something wrong and you decide to keep it, then that's on you. If it shows you something wrong and you decide it needs to go, it cuts it off. It works with you. It works with you. So you need to understand this. You do. So when you allow the word into you, it probes you. It presents a report to you about his findings. 
then it asks you, do you want to keep this or you want to let it go? If you say, I want to let it go, then it gets rid of it, of those things for you. That's what happens. So, the mind of God is another thing we'll be looking at in another episode. It's important to understand what the word says. This podcast is dedicated to showing you the things that God has revealed to us. Because the more you know, the better you are. So the Holy Spirit helps you to discern what is right from wrong. But He does it by the Word. He can do nothing outside of the Word. He can do nothing outside the Word. So the Word of God actually helps you. That's what it does. It helps you. It goes deep into your mind. It has the capacity to go deep into your mind. It is smaller and more powerful than anything that nanotechnology can give to you. So, it goes deep there and it works miracles deep there. It's able to separate, to probe, to present, to advise, to counsel, to instruct. But all these are only possible with your cooperation. So God doesn't just do things for you. He does things with you. When you are a baby in Christ, He does a lot of things without you. But when you begin to grow as you should, He begins to work with you. So you get to know how He works because that's how you get to know Him. He's not just a God far away that people are afraid of, but He is a God that desires to be with us, to work with us. You understand? So that's the way it works. So we have to understand this. So the transformation of your life will take place once your mind is renewed. It is a process. It starts, it continues, and always works. The moment you start falling short of a standard, as long as you are submitting yourself to the Word of God, it brings this to your notice. It brings it to your notice. The moment you start working with the Word of God, with the Holy Ghost, like this, you begin to understand more and see more, and you start to be lighter. You find out that so many weights on you is being shared. It says in Hebrews 12, it said, we have to take off, you know, the weights that hampers our growth, our movements. We have to put them off. You have to put it off. It cuts them off. So many people are burdened. Do you know why people look so haggard and old when they advance in years? They are carrying so many weights. The weight of sin, traumas, the weight of decisions, the weight of expectation. That's why Jesus Christ said, Come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come and learn your first rhythm of grace. Come and learn of me. Come and learn of me. My life is graceful. I am very graceful. I have no stress. He said, Come to me. Come and learn of me. 
So when we come to him, the Holy Ghost makes us like him. So he searches you, he probes you into every area of your life. It's a thorough probe. You know, you allow him to test you. You submit to the word of God. You stay there. You are examined. You are probed. There are places your doctor cannot get to. Even the best surgeons can't get to certain places. But the word of God can get there. Get into your mind. Get into your body. All he needs to do is to get to your mind. Once a change takes place in your mind, it manifests in your physical body. While doctors can snipe, cut, and do everything in your physical body, and can grow back. Yeah, like cancer, you can cut it off, it grows back. But the word of God will take care of that cancer in your spirit, in your mind. Once it's taken care of there, the change, the surgical operation done in the spirit will manifest in your physical body. That's why you can sleep one night with a disease and wake up the following morning without it and you don't know where it went. The operation was done in the spirit. It's not a physical operation. After all, you can't find blood anywhere after you wake up. There are testimonies of people waking up and metal objects that was in their body because you know, they had to put the metal, the metal rod in their body. And they wake up the following morning only to find the metal rod right there beside them on the bed. How? He removed it. It's a surgical operation in the spirit. So, if you want a change in your physical body, the real place to go to is your mind and your spirit. Once you take the word of God there, it will do the operation and you will be able to observe the results with your physical eyes afterwards. Once it's done, it will manifest. That's what healing does. When healing takes place, healing goes to your spirit, takes care of it at that point. Then it manifests in the physical body. That's why sometimes some healings are instant, sometimes it takes a while. Healings that take a while is because the operation took place in the spirit and the body is gradually manifesting, changing, and, you know, to match what is now in the, was done in the spirit. That's what happens. So you want depression out of your life. Get the word into your mind and submit to the word. It will cut it off. You will wake up happy and there will be no more depression. Ow, I can speak the word of God to you now. If you will receive it, it will manifest. I'm anointed to speak life to you. I'm anointed to speak healing to you. I'm anointed to speak freedom to you. I'm anointed to bless you. I am not just one speaking the word, teaching the word. I'm anointed to do it. That means the power of God is backing me up to get this done. So if you receive the word I'm sharing with you now, it will perform that operation in your spirit and in your soul. And it will manifest in your body for all to see. You and everyone will see it. You can change anything in the spirit with the word of God. Nothing else can do that. Nothing else has the capacity to do that. That capacity, that ability is only with the word. That is how God created the world. He separated the light from the darkness. He separated the waters above from the waters beneath. That's what he did. He separated the land from the water. The word is able to do that. Are you in a relationship that you shouldn't be in? Maybe you're in an abusive relationship. Don't worry. Get the word first. 
the word of God will do the separation. Don't worry. It will, it will do it in a way that will be amazing. Just like I said, removing the metal rod from your body. Afterward, there's no blood. You just find the metal rod. And your body is very okay. No spills, no messiness, nothing. So it knows how to separate you from an abusive relationship. Abusive person. Abusive boss. It knows how to separate you. You get the word into your trust. The word of God will do the rest. Submit totally to it. When you are totally submitted to the word of God, you will see miracles. If you believe what I'm sharing with you now, it will go into you. It will do the operation. All you need to do is receive. I did a message on how to receive from God. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you are hearing the word of God. Hear by the word of God. Receive this into you. It will do the operation. That's how transformation takes place. Is your marriage bad? Receive the word of God. You can flip through the Bible and see what it says and believe it and receive it. You can receive the message I'm giving to you from this podcast. It will do the wonders. It will do the work. That's what it will do. So that's how you get transformed. By the renewing of your mind. The word of God will go because it says it's able to discern and divide your thoughts and also able to divide from spirit and soul. You know, I told you there is a conversion that takes place from the spirit realm into the soul realm. The word of God does everything because everything you see or you don't see all were made by the word of God. Everything. And we also are able to create with our words, whether good or bad. So when you read from scriptures, God is showing you a standard. You are not supposed to struggle to live a righteous life. It's not supposed to be a struggle. What is supposed to happen is that you receive the word of God into you. Let it work. Let it work. Soon enough, you will wake up one day and you'll find yourself able to do what it says. It does the work. Your job is to receive and cooperate. That's all. Don't bother yourself. Are you fornicating? Are you lying? Get the word into you first. It will cut it off. All your attempts to, you know, change yourself are all futile. They are futile. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I thought you should know this. How transformation takes place. So I believe with what I've shared so far, it will help you. Thank you very much for listening. So I'm going to pray for you. Father, I pray for those who have listened to this word. I pray for them that they'll be able to act on it and the results that follows acting on the word of God. Because the Bible says, it is not the hearers that are blessed. It is those who hear and do. So I pray, Lord God, that this one's year to do. And they listen and listen and listen. And as they listen, you speak to them. Speak into their minds. Speak into their hearts. And give them instruction based on what they are hearing. Because your word says in Hebrews that they are said so that we may say. So they have heard you that they may know what to do. As they submit themselves to what they are hearing, the transformation begins immediately. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Listen again and again and share with others. God bless you. When you share with others, you're actually partnering with God to spread the message. You are partnering with Him to spread the message. You are actually partnering with God to share the good news. 
This is the good news. The due time is the good news, revealing the deep things of God to you and how to get there. We will get into deeper things of God, but we are going there gradually. God bless you. I love you very much. And that's why I'm sharing this gospel with you. God bless you. Bye.